Nerds. Nerd Wallet presents Money Questions Credit Card Round. Ready, Steve? No time to answer. How can you compare and apply for the best travel credit cards? Turn to the nerds. Where can you find the best card for your credit score? Turn to the nerds. For a triple point bonus, is it better to earn rewards in points or miles? Uh, I'm kidding. Turn to the nerds. Winner, winner. Fiscally responsible dinner. Game's over, Steve. From the lowest rates to the best rewards, for all your credit card questions, turn to the nerds at nerdwallet.com. Boom! DDT! Not much. Got this brand new chair I'm sitting in. It's feeling good. Nice. Uh, recliner? No, I used to have like this shitty, like, I don't even know how to describe it. Looks like it's from the 80s. Very uncomfortable. Now I got this nice office chair, probably from the 90s. But it's feeling good. It's got nice lumbar support. There you go. Yep, so welcome everyone to the, are we on episode 11? I think so. Episode 11 of the Boom DDT Podcast, I'm Eric, this is Jeff. What's up, so, Jeff? Huh? I said, what's up, what have you been doing today? Oh man, today was a rough one at school. Really? Yeah, dude. Do tell. Uh, so I started lead teaching, like, taking over the classroom at elementary this week. First three days went pretty well. Just like kind of getting everyone going. Man, today each lesson, each grade just got a little worse throughout the day. My confidence just started leaking and yeah, it was, it was pretty rough. But you gotta bounce back from that shit, so. You gotta bounce back. Like Jordan yeah. wearing the faux five. Damn straight. But, um, so wait, you, you do different, uh, Different grades throughout the day because you're in grade school. Yeah, yeah, you get each class for like 50 minutes. So what's the youngest you got? Kindergarten. What do you do there? Strum the guitar, pass out the bongos, or what? <laughs> uh, well, so I got them like it's kind of I got them doing a pretty complex thing, but like. The state standards say that they uh, one of their things should be to recognize how music's used in media. So, like, I, I had them uh, listen to a Fantasia song and draw a little picture of what they thought for, like, a story. Like, when they just close their eyes and imagine. Yeah. And then they, uh, today, well, their second lesson, it's kind of scattered throughout the week, but their second lesson, they discuss the songs with uh, some some partners, and then they uh, actually see uh, what Fantasia did with the same song. That's pretty cool. Did you come up with that on your, by yourself? Uh, kind of, yeah. Me, me and the other teacher, me and my mentor teacher worked together on it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So what went wrong? Huh? What went wrong? Each other and like making 
duck noises in each other's ears with the paper, you know, like, Wah! <laughs> like that. Yeah. Yeah. Is, man. yeah. You, gotta, you gotta have the energy to match it, man. If you don't, man, you struggle. Yeah. That's gotta be rough. It is, but like, like I say, each day is a new day with a new class. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Yep. So wait, you don't see the same kids every day? Uh, so I see each class twice a week. Okay. Uh, kindergarten has three classes, but the rest of the grades have two classes. Okay, so like tomorrow you see new kids, but you'll do the same lesson plan? Yeah. Okay. That's how it's different than uh, high school, because high school you just go from one to the next, like you don't get a repeat a lesson and try and tweak it or nothing like that. So Jeff had texted me uh, looking for some age-appropriate hip-hop songs uh, for one of his lessons. So how'd that turn out? Explain the uh, explain the lesson. So uh, fourth grade is working on a uh, unit with their uh, literature teacher on poetry and rap. And, like, it's very basic stuff. They're just, like, trying to rhyme and stuff. And they, they basically write two four-bar verses in a chorus. So they've been doing this for, like, weeks now. Like, some people are on task, and some people just, like, dick off the entire time. Of course. But uh, I asked Eric for some age-appropriate hip-hop because I wanted the kids to work on their flow a little bit. So, like, I had them basically listen to a song, and then, without talking, they just, like, rap the rhythm with a given phrase, so like, say the phrase is boom, uh, they would just like, if you hear it be like boom, chop, boom, chop, they'd be boom, ba boom, 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 ba boom, ba boom, boom, like, you know, trying yeah. to get the rhythm down. Yeah. Because that's, that's the main issue, is they just like, start talking without any, any flow whatsoever, you know? Oh yeah. No, no respect to the beat. <laughs> <laughs> so how did they go? Yeah, I was talking about Tribe Called Quest. I thought there had to be something there that would be good. Yeah, and I had a brother Ali as a backup, and that didn't use it for either class, so. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking Tribe would have to be alright, and then uh, we were originally hoping we could get in some triplets, some Bone Thugs and Harmony. The <laughs> bone, 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 bone. But we couldn't find anything that was age appropriate. Okay. So, glad we clarified that, because I was freaking out. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So which song did you say you use? Can I Kick It? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I love that lesson plan. Did you come up with that one, too? Uh, it's, it's kind of taken from an online resource called Little Kids Rock. Like, there's a video of uh, this guy, Coach Kendrick. Of course they have two black guys be the rap coaches on, the, on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, why, why not? Because everyone else is like, 
rest of websites like for teaching guitar or drums or other instruments and it's a bunch of just white teachers but they got the two black teachers to teach hip hop yep but uh the, the guy is the one who came up with the the using the the flow thing and just like using a sound instead of a rhythm so I just took that idea and that's all. I love that. I love that lesson plan. That was amazing. That's fun. It's helping them out. I love the. I love picturing you do this. Like I really wish I could be a fly on the wall for that. <laughs> like, is it hard to get him to listen? It has to be. Uh well, I mean they know they're doing. They they know they got to work on their songs and. This is my first lesson with them, so I had their attention. I just did at the start of the lesson and told them they'd have time to work, so they had something to look forward to. They knew they weren't going to get bogged down all lesson listening to me. I just, like, God, I can't even imagine. It's got to be hard. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's tricky shit. <laughs> so what are you thinking, like, for the, for your career, like, more older, you think? You want to do something older? Yeah, because it, it would be kind of cool to do the young kids, even though they're, they're like, frustrating, but, like, it, I'd imagine they're frustrating, but a different kind of frustrating, like, not a annoying asshole frustrating, but just, like, a kid frustrating. Yeah. And I think, like, for me, I think I'd rather have that. I, I don't know if I could deal with these high school kids. I am gracefully don't deal with phones. True. Yeah, I was talking to my nephew, Kobe, about that, like, I can't even imagine what the classroom looks like. Because even when we were in high school, like, we were texting, you know? We had it down on our side, just, like, peering at it, trying to act like we weren't. And then it was back when you had to use the actual number pads. So you had to hit, like, like if you wanted to type a sentence, it'd take you, like, 20 minutes. 777-554-3322-000-1100. It was horrible. Oh yeah, you could hear those things just—they—they were buzzing like uh, like grasshoppers in the night. <laughs> you could just hear the whole classroom was just going. <laughs> totally. Did you have a lot of? Was there a lot of cell phone issues in the, when you were doing the high school? Well, they're not supposed to have like they're supposed to keep a cell phone in their backpack, or there's a charging station on the wall. That's that's the rules of the band room at the high school. Most are respected, but some kids are just punks with it, trying to sneak it. Like I, I can clearly see your phone. It's the size of a fucking small TV now. Yeah. You know, it's not like the phones we had, where you can kind of sneak them out and almost like text in your own hand. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were you're just getting the karma now from when we were assholes in high school. Yeah. <laughs> it's all coming back around. For sure, dude. Well, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where you end up. I mean, I guess it, it has a lot to do with what jobs are available, too. Yeah. I mean, are you trying yeah. to are you trying to stay in Denver? Or are you going? You looking everywhere? That I'm not sure of either, man. Yeah. When are you gonna be oh. done? Huh? Like you're done soon, aren't you? Oh yeah, dude. Two weeks from today. And that's it. So episode 13 of the podcast should be uh, glorious.
Nice. That's going to be the glorious celebration. Yeah. Nice. And then you're and then you go to job search. Basically, yeah. Should be an interesting time. Is there anything available? Like, have you been looking in Denver right now? Is there anything available? Well, there's positions. I like look too much, but I know there's positions. Really? Yeah. Well, that's good. At least you're not like walking into nothing. Yeah. That's good. A show. Well, that was a good recap of Jeff's student teaching life. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really intrigued. I love that hip hop lesson that you developed. That is amazing. I just can't even imagine how crazy that would be. So, did you end up finishing uh, SmackDown tonight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I took a cat nap the first time through because I was exhausted, but got through it the second second watch. Nice. So yeah, I think this. I think today we'll do. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the uh, house show I went to in Bloomington, Illinois, and then uh, a little bit of Raw, which was just whew, really, really bad. And then uh, get into some SmackDown, maybe a Bulls update, and then just tie it up. I guess. Am I missing anything? All right, well, let's let's get into some goddamn wrestling then. I mean, I think we can basically skip over last week as goddamn snooze fest last week. Like, yeah. we didn't break that last week, last week, but... No. I think we could touch on most of that as we go through here. Anything that was important will probably come up. Yeah. But yeah, it's just been... It seems like phone-it-in season. We call it shit season. But anyway, we'll get into some we'll get into some wrestling right here. By the way, give us a follow uh, on Instagram or a uh, subscription on Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or follow us on the Instagram if you're digging it. So yeah, Samantha got me tickets to uh, this house show in Bloomington uh, for my birthday. It was a crazy night because we had this big storm. You guys got any snow right now out there in Denver? so strong that it melts the next day uh but we we did have did we have snow like usually when you guys get snow we get a little something first so i'm like your forecast man in peoria okay well ours we've been getting a decent amount of snow but we got a really we got hit pretty well uh sunday night and like i said i was we were already out in bloomington um we knew it was coming but we i mean we didn't give a fuck it's not like we're not gonna go to wrestling because of some goddamn snow. Ain't happening. Who hasn't driven half the speed limit down 74 during the winter before, you know? Yeah, it's just part of prairie dogging it, that central Illinois life. Yeah, you learned to drive the snow. <laughs> yeah, we went to Bloomington, got there probably, I don't know, like 2 p.m. or something. Went to uh, a couple record shops. Went to the classic Mother Murphy's head shop. Remember that? <laughs> I don't blame you, but we went there and like I know you've been there with me. You like go up the stairs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you go up the stairs. So we went there, went to a couple record shops, went to this pizza place we like to in Bloomington, and then uh went to the show. 
So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the matches and you try to guess them. I think it should be pretty easy for you. This is a typical house show fashion here. Ladies and gentlemen, I predict predictions. Predictions. I predict. Started off with Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre with Dolph Ziggler. Who do you think won that? Drew. Yep. Drew wins by Claymore Kick. Then you had an Elias promo. Uh, nice. Where he was singing, and then uh, Naya, Tamina, Alicia Fox, and Mickey James came out to uh, sing with him. It turns out to be the same thing they ran at Starcade. So, yeah, Starcade was. Filmed Saturday, but on the WWE Network on Sunday. So we pretty much got like a, a Starcade show in Bloomington. They ran a lot of the same angles. Did you say the actual Starcade was filmed on Saturday? Yeah. Okay. It turned out we got to see a lot of that live, which is pretty cool. So yeah, Elias had a promo. Nia, Tamina, Alicia Fox, Mickey James come out and sing with him. That turns into a match. Those four versus Bailey, Sasha, Ember, and Dana Brooke. Got a guess on that one? Who are the first four against Mina and who else? Alicia Fox and Mickey James. So those are the heels. Oh, just your classic heel versus face? Yeah. I would go with the face. Yep. Winner by Bailey. Or is it Bailey to Belly? Or Belly to Bailey? Bailey to Belly. Bailey to Belly? Yeah. The faces. The one thing I remember about this is we got to see the. Uh, Ember Moon's finisher alive, which is pretty sweet. Total Eclipse or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, man. That, that, that's a good one. Yeah. If it's taken correctly, was it taken well? Uh, Nia took it, so it could have been taken, it, it been taken better. I'll, uh, I'll admit it. For sure. But it was pretty good. Then we had a nice a classic sandwich. Tyler Breeze versus Mojo Raleigh. God, those guys are so irrelevant. I don't even know which way to go. I would go Mojo. Yep, Mojo wins. So you're, you're nailing it so far. 3-0. Uh, Mojo, was, Mojo was actually pretty good. I was pretty impressed by him. He's a heel now, and he was doing like he was doing good heel work. He was getting the crowd to pop, lots of boos. It was pretty good. Interesting. Yep, and then uh, Kurt Hawkins in the Revival versus B-Team and No Way Jose. Another, you never make the Hulu cut, so I never see you anymore. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with Jose and the boys. Yep. Winner by roll-up. B-team and no way Jose. I was excited to see Kurt Hawkins. He's got that loser streak. It was at 0-237 oh, or 8 when we saw him. So, like, I was pretty excited. I like that dude. It's excited to see he lost again. <laughs> um, then you had a Baron Corbin promo. Uh, he issues an open challenge to anybody in the locker room. Bray Wyatt comes out. So this is probably the highlight of the night. Didn't expect to see Bray. Obviously, we're not huge Bray Wyatt guys, but still, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, he's been, he's been gone a long time, so, I mean, you can still get a pop from someone like us, you know. Oh, for sure. Bray Wyatt versus Baron Corbin. Who do you think won this one? Wyatt. <laughs> yep. You're nailing it. You're nailing it. Wyatt wins by roll-up. Corbin restarts the match as a no disqualification. And this there was a good I have a good memory from this one. As he's restarting the match as a no DQ, because he's gonna have his boys come out and beat up Bray, you know, like he always does. Yeah. So he's like, because this lady over here 
She saved up for six months for these tickets. So you know what? We're going to restart this. And uh, <laughs> we had these people behind, like, the section we were in, man, like, we were living that kayfabe lifestyle. Like, we were surrounded awesome. We were surrounded by kids. Uh, the people right next to me were, like, probably, like, 23, but, like, living a total kayfabe lifestyle. So the woman in back of us, she was like, he said that woman saved up for six months. There ain't no way in hell. There ain't no goddamn way. <laughs> so uh, they restarted it, and then um, he calls out Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler to help him beat up Bray, and then Finn Balor and Elias come to save Bray. It turns out to be the same exact angle they ran at Starcade there, too. So we got to see a little, a little taste of Starcade live. It was yeah, pretty, it was pretty cool. That's badass. Three. That's a good house show. They still got three more matches. You're about to, you could go undefeated here. Oh shit! So we got. I uh, that was the main event. Nope, that and the main event were definitely the best parts. So next we had Jinder versus Apollo Cruz. Uh, Jinder. Ooh, took the uh. L. Took the L. Winner by standing moonsault, Apollo Crews. Wow. Denver always loses, man. Yep. He did a little in-ring promo with his meditation. Then we had Bobby Roode and Chad Gable versus The Ascension. Who you got there? I'm going to go with Bobby. Yep. Back on track. Bobby and Chad Gable win via their little moonsault tag team move. That's pretty cool. I don't know what they call it. You know what I'm talking about? Bobby, like, holds him in, like, a reverse DDT, and then Chad Gable does a moonsault onto him. It's pretty oh, cool. I don't, think, I don't think I've seen that. That's, that's, that's badass. But yeah, I got to see the Ascension. We've always been a longtime fan of them. They come to Peoria every year, and just, I've always liked those dudes. When I first started watching wrestling, I think they were doing heel work. And, like, they're just they're very classic wrestlers. And... They, they just get buried all the time. Like, give them a run. Yeah, it's so dumb, dude. They were, they're the longest reigning NXT tag champions ever. Really? Yeah. So they had, like, a... They got a big push in NXT, but, like, since WWE, it's just been nothing. Yeah, seriously. Like, nothing. I saw... I mean, they'll, be, they'll be in a match. They'll be at a pay-per-view every now and again. Usually on the pre-show, but they'll be there. I saw them on Raw. Like, we didn't get to see it, but they were on this last Raw. Yeah, I follow them on the gram. Like, I think they're, I think they're on the lower card on Raw, but like, we never get to see it on the Hulu cut. No. Speaking of that, I gave a shout out to him on the gram. Uh, tagged him in it. Connor, the big dude, responded to my uh, post, gave us a comment. Nice dude. So that was pretty sweet. That was our first WWE interaction with our podcast. So that was pretty sweet. Hell yeah, boom, DDT. Then the main event, Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins. Who you got there? Is it a title match? Nope. Actually, you know, I don't even remember. No, I don't think so, no. Rollins. It was a count out. No decision. Oh, piss off. <laughs> yeah. So they did a classic that. And then he brought, like, after the match, you know, went to spoils. Uh, Seth brought in a chair and just promoted TLC. It was amazing. He, like, didn't even get a swing on, like, we didn't even get a chair shot. Like, Dean squirreled out of the ring, and then Seth just held it in his hand and talked about TLC. 
So yeah, that was the house show. I like I said, it was it was pretty good for a house show, man. I, I had a good time. Hell yeah, that sounds badass. And then hit, how long was it? Like three hours? Yeah, three hours. And then hit the old dusty road. Actually, it wasn't too bad with the snow coming home from like Bloomington to Morton. We were going like forty-five. We were going like fifty. Yeah. And it like, hadn't gotten bad yet. And then from like Morton to Peoria, we were going like thirty-five. Starting to get bad. People were starting to drive into the ditch and everything. And then uh, Peoria. By the time we got to Peoria, it's horrible. We were going like twenty. Sure. Well, even. <laughs> Even getting into your cul-de-sac, you gotta be real careful going down them hills. Oh yeah, my my street is horrible. I I couldn't go to work, or I I went to work, but I had to get an Uber to work on Monday because I couldn't get up the hill. Really? Yeah, and the Uber was surging at eight o'clock oh, yeah, in the morning. Yeah. So it was whenever, like whenever you need the uh, Uber, it's gonna cost you. Yep, it was normally like a nine dollar ride. It was twenty dollars. So, yeah, that was the house show. That's a, uh, that's a badass show. And then we had Monday Night Raw, which was, whoo, it was just complete phoning-in mode. I don't even know what to say about Monday Night Raw. You just skip right over it, really. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? I mean, I did take notes this week. What happened on Monday Night Raw? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. No, like uh, I, I the only the only thing I think. Was, uh, sorry, go ahead. I think like the only thing that was like, well, so like the raw we didn't talk about last week. It was announced that uh, Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman at uh, TLC in a TLC match. If Strowman wins, uh, Corbin will be stripped of all authority. Authority stripped of all his authority. And uh, Strowman will receive a Universal Championship match at Royal Rumble versus Lesnar. If Corbin wins, he becomes full-time GM of Raw. So they just pretty much opened up the show with um, with Baron, uh, Drew, Bobby Lashley, Leo Rush. They're in the ring yammering about how they destroyed Braun Strowman's arm. Uh, that, that previous week, they supposedly shattered Braun Strowman's elbow, but, um, Braun's just having some kind of surgery, and they just picked this time to do it, and that's how they explained it. Um, but yeah, they just babble about how they destroyed his elbow, and that he's gonna be the next permanent GM. Elias interrupts him, and then they have Elias versus Lashley in the first match. <sighs> I don't know what I don't understand is where's Ziggler in this little new faction? Is he out? Uh, uh I guess. They just keep showing Baron, Lashley, and Drew. Yeah, like I, I, I don't quite understand that. Did Ziggler get a spot on Raw? Yeah, Ziggler had the only. So later. Well, he, he, he faced Rollins, didn't he? Yeah, later on in the show it was Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins. Uh, Rollins did an open challenge, and Ziggler answers, and that was like that was like the only good part of Raw. But they like rushed that too and made that shitty too. Yeah. Yeah, nothing was great, man. There wasn't even a lot of matches either. No, I was I was trying was, to think. Was Dean there? 
Nope. He yeah, was in... Totally phoning it in. No, the Dean segment was super weird. Don't you remember he was in a doctor's office getting shots? Oh, yeah, man. That, that, that shit's corny. Like, why? Why is he getting shots? Because, like, the week before in L.A., he was saying, like, oh, it, it smells terrible here. Like, fucking really classic heel shit. Uh, it smells terrible in L.A. And then he went... Went to next week. It's like I can't even be around Milwaukee because it's of the toxic waste. So I'm getting rabies shots for the next week so I don't get sick from the people. Of, like it's it's to do it over and over each week is really fucking silly to me. I don't like it. Yeah, they just keep avoiding each other. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about Dean's ankle. Yeah. Oh, the the yeah. Like now he's getting shots. It was that was terrible. Yeah. Like, am I supposed to be scared of you when you get? He's literally getting a shot in the ass. Yeah. They just had a video package. They had him getting a shot in the ass, and uh, then Seth <coughs> Seth goes and does the open challenge. I'm trying to think what other matches there were. There was the Lashley versus Elias. There was the Seth versus Dolph. Oh, AOP versus Rude and Gable for the tag. Oh, yeah, they finally got a spot. Yep, for the tag title, and that one was stu- that was weird too. Is like they focused the whole match on uh, Drake Maverick peeing on Bobby Roode's uh, robe. Yeah, and a handicap stall. Yeah. <laughs> Why would, uh, like, why would, if you're Bobby Roode, like, are you, like, I don't know, why would you, why would that distract you from winning the titles? It's a fucking robe. I mean, is that, like, why didn't he wear the robe out to the ring? No, he did. He just, the, Drake Maverick, like, stole it from the guy who picks up the clothes. Oh. Uh, but, uh, yeah. a- AOP repaint. the robe, you fucking baby. Yeah. So AOP retains the title. Um, there was just so many bad things. Like the Nia Jax and uh, Tamina promo was just, whoo! Like how... They're being infuriating, but I don't remember how. How are they going to make anybody care about that match? Nia and Ronda? Yeah, like people were so pumped for... Ronda and Becky, and then Ronda and Charlotte happened. That was sick. And now it's like, now we got Ronda and Nia? Like, I don't know. Oh, I, I'm, I'm starting to remember the promo now. Like, Nia was real, like, I think she was improvising a lot up there, and they had to cut her off because, like, Ronda said something about, unless you two got a double date later. Yeah. And then later in the promo, Nia's like, we actually do have a double date later, but she was clearly stalling for time when someone else was about to come out. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it is rough. So that was that was super rough. I hope they find a way to make that more interesting. Yeah. Because now I'm just thirsty for, for Ronda Charlotte or Ronda Becky. Like, no. Ronda Nia is not cutting the mustard for me. Top for Survivor Series, and now you're long-term 
Lions are fucked. Yep, and then it got even worse at the end. Uh, do you remember the Sasha and Bailey question and answer session? Oh my god, dude. Like, why? First off, Alexa Bliss is in charge of the women's division. Yeah, I was going to say that's another important thing that came up. Baron Corbin delegated the women's division to uh, Alexa Bliss, so she's like co-GMing with Baron Corbin now. I just don't know. I don't know why they did the question and answer. Like, I, how pissed would you be if you were at that show? Like, I, I mean, like, going oh, dude, the, the, until until the main event, the fans were completely out of it. They were like, I, I could feel the animosity. I feel like. Oh yeah, I would have been like. I mean, well, oh, the main event was. Uh, the main event wasn't even Seth versus Dolph. It was Finn versus Baron. And he did his classic. Baron changed the match halfway through to a handicap match. And then uh, Drew McIntyre comes out. And Drew and Baron win uh, via Claymore kick. And then Lashley comes down. And everybody just beats up Finn. Oh, my goodness. I mean, like, I, I, don't, I, hate, I hate listening to wrestling podcasts where all they do is complain. Like, that's not what we do. I like no. I like to have a lot of fun with my wrestling, but like this was truly a terrible raw. Yeah. So that's it. Bye bye raw. Hopefully, bet. Hopefully, we'll see you next week. Yeah, seriously. Because oh, another thing I don't like about raw is how much uh, they're uh, trying to fucking ask Renee her side, like in classing classic wrestling fan, wrestling announcer fashion, like, you have to know something about Dean. Yeah, but she doesn't ever give a different answer. Like, the story's not not developing. No. Like, I can understand why they do it. Like, she either has to, like, start to get more involved in the story, or they need to stop fucking questioning her. Yeah, it's going nowhere. Like, she needs to have an answer, or it needs to not happen. Yeah. Super weird. But yeah, I don't know what's going on, if it's just because it's the holidays or what, but like, moving on to SmackDown, Smack, SmackDown was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed some of it. Like, the first, they open up with Paige, uh, introduces Becky Lynch, Becky comes out for an in-ring promo, calls out Charlotte, um, Charlotte and Becky have a promo. I thought their promo was really good. Oh, for uh, sure. sure. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, for sure. Um, Paige gives be- gives Charlotte a championship match versus Becky at TLC. I, I don't know if I agree with the finish. That's what I don't like when, when everyone came out. Yeah, that's when it went downhill. But was is that match a TLC match? It is, right? We'll get back to your music shortly. But first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? 
Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can help you buy the home you really want? Rocket can. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information appraisal and title report. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Yeah, I think first ever women's TLC. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so Paige gives, Paige announces Charlotte versus Becky at TLC in a TLC match. Then all the women come out to complain. You know, they're saying, like, we got heart too. We have passion and fire. Why don't we get a shot? Um, which, like, again, led by Mandy Rose, which is just, this is just blowing my mind. Why are we, why is Mandy Rose the one? Seriously. Just so weird. Like, the Iconics are way better than her. Sonya Deville's better than her. Uh, who's Andrade's valet? Selena Vega. Selena Vega's better than her. Like, I, I don't get that at all. Oh, yeah. Yep, Corey's obsessed with her. And then a second... That's the only... That's the only one who's, like, selling her at all. You know, the rest of us are just kind of laughing at her. Yeah. It's weird. Like, I don't hate her, but, like, it's just weird. Like, she just... I kind of hate her because I remember her from Tough Enough, and she was infuriating and Tough Enough. Yeah. Like, I like Sonya Deville a lot better. For sure. And I actually like the Iconics. I know a lot of people hate them, but I, I like them. Like, a lot of people hate on their mic work, but I think they're good heels. Yeah, they're, they're classic obnoxious heels, for sure. Um, so a second, then a second group comes out. Naomi, Asuka, Lana, Carmella, same thing. They're pissed they don't get a shot. I did like how when they were running their mouths, Becky was like, like Naomi was like, I could take the championship off of you or something. Becky's like, or not, I could come down there and slap the heads off all you dopes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like a that was a stone cold moment for sure. <laughs> um, so Paige puts them all in a battle royal, and they're gonna change the match to a triple threat at TLC. So, who did you think was going to win this when they announced this? When they announced it, I was thinking, um, I was thinking Naomi or Asuka. Yeah, I was thinking it better be Naomi or Asuka, but I was really worried they were going to do something crazy and really piss me off. (laughs) Throwing Mandy Rose. I mean, dude, they just keep featuring Mandy Rose. It's like, what's going to happen next? You just never know. Yeah, I don't quite understand any of that. Um, so yeah, we'll get to that match later. Then we had the Usos versus the Bar. Welcome to the Uso 
penitentiary. Man, that was a quality match. Yeah, it was. But we, still, they're burying the rest of the tag division because you always get two of those three uh, tag teams on SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, like, who else do we have? Who, who was in that match at Survivor Series? Like, the Colognes? Yeah. Oh, Sanity. Yeah, Sanity. Why is Sanity? Why is Sanity getting buried? I don't know. Why they even debut? Yeah. Who else? Who else was in that match? Or maybe that was all of them. I think that was it. That and the Usos and uh, New Day. Is there any other tag team on SmackDown that's even getting further buried that we're forgetting about? Well, is Ascension on Raw or SmackDown? I don't even know. Ascension's on Raw. Yeah. Rhino. Oh, yeah. Slater. Rhino and Slater, yep. Oh, uh... Lucha House Party? Or are they on 205 Live? Beats the hell out of me, man. I'm not seeing them either way. So, yeah, that was a good match. Um, yeah. Then we had a backstage promo with Miz and the New Day. Uh, making fun of him getting pinned by some jobbers last week. I like yeah. how I like how Miz calls Shane his co bestie. <laughs> yeah, dude. Every time he says this, it's a guy. Yeah, Miz is two thirds best in the world. I love that angle. For sure, you settled it well. Um, AJ Styles in ring recaps Daniel Bryant uh, explaining himself last week. Oh, I'm I'm just glad to hear that the yes movement's over with. Like Daniel Bryant. Turned heel, and now we don't have to say yes, so that's great. Yeah, that is a good thing, for sure. Um, why did uh, AJ, right right before he came out for the promo, he got a little Goldberg entrance. AJ, it's time. I didn't even notice. Did he really? Yeah, then when he had the promo, they went fucking full blackout on the rest of it, like he was uh, in a theater. So, like, they got him from the back room? Yeah, some stagehand came back and he was just chilling there. He's like, AJ, it's time. And then, then did he did come he, back from commercial? You see him come out. Oh, so they did they did they show him walking through the backstage? No, none of that. But the, just like someone getting him from back there, because then someone used to bang on Goldberg's door. Oh, for sure, and he blasted open. Yeah, and then he, he comes with the grunt that he. Take that son of a bitch down. Yep, and then he just tough guy it out to the, all the way through the backstage. He'd have like a like a whole entourage of security to protect like Goldberg from the rest of the world, you know. Yep, he's a like cage beast. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. I didn't even know they did that. I wish I would have caught that. So yeah, the, uh, when when he started doing his promo, I think is when I started taking my cat nap. So this is probably information I missed. Uh, it wasn't anything. It was just your your classic that title's mine promo. Oh Christ! It was really nothing. So they got a match at TLC. Uh, I don't think there's any stipulation on that one yet. Um, Better be a TLC match. Right now the TLC matches are Becky. Well, we can't give that one away yet. Right now it's uh, Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. That's a TLC match for some reason. That's a terrible decision. Yep. And then 
The other one is the Becky, Charlotte, and TBD. Yeah. And then Daniel Bryan versus AJ is just a singles match as of now. Ronda Rousey versus Nia is just a singles match as of now. And Seth versus Dean is just a singles match as of now. But you know those will change. Sure. I don't think I don't think Ronda Nia is going anywhere. I think that'll stay. I mean, like... They want to fucking fuck up Ronda with TLC match, I don't think. No, you wouldn't think so. Yeah, I mean, they, they saw how hot it was getting with Becky, and, you know, whatever they decide to go with is going to be... It just sucks that Becky and Charlotte are both on SmackDown, you know? Yeah. Because she's, like, left on an island on Raw. Like, what do you do with her on Raw? Seriously. Um... But yeah, that was just it was just your standard your standard that title's mine, but nothing special there. They showed another Lars Sullivan video package. Uh yeah. Are you excited for him? What do you think about Lars? I guess. I thought he was part of Sanity. No, he's not. He's not. No. Um If they do better with him than they did like Braun for the first four years and just Cake and yeah, I didn't watch a ton of him in NXT. Like, I've seen a couple matches, but I don't really know enough to comment. I know he looks like he's, like, he's our age. I looked it up. He looks like he's, like, 45. Yeah, he does. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I can double check, but I'm pretty sure he's, like, more towards your age, but, like, right there, like, 20, 28, 29, or 30. Are they? Sh- yeah, they do. Are they showing it on both ones? Yeah, I remember uh, Byron or someone's like, "Well, I hope you come- I hope Shane and Paige do whatever it takes to get him on SmackDown." I-, I remember saying, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> like, don't give me that kayfabe shit. Like, I- that's what I. That's what kayfabe's not selling me. When you say, "Oh, I hope they sign up to SmackDown," it's already fucking determined. Yeah. Well, we, we were, me and you were talking the other night about, like, Raw might be hurting because it's literally lost, like, everybody. Like, until now, like, so, if you think of everybody that's gone, it's Roman Reigns, uh, Braun Strowman, KO, wow. and uh, Bray. And What'd you say? And Zayn, KO and Zayn. Yeah, KO, Zayn, Braun... Uh, Bray Wyatt until whenever they bring him back to TV. And there was one more. There's no Cena. Like, they, they lost all their big dogs. Yeah, Brock's the champion, so. Yeah, Brock's never on. So, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, really all you got is, is uh, Seth. Yeah, I'm trying to hold the fort down. Seth, um... Like, but it's the perfect time to start giving some shine to these people that keep getting buried and they're just failing. Like, like why doesn't Finn Balor have a bigger role? I mean, he, he is getting the spot with the authority type figures, but seriously, 
seriously. They need to give him some sort of fucking story instead of just having him do traditional face work. Yeah, he's been out on a on an island for for like a year. Yeah. And he's still talking about, I deserve that Universal Championship. Dude, stop playing that. Stop playing that fiddle, man. Yeah. Yeah, apparently they're never going to give you your rematch. I don't know why, but it's not going to happen. Alright, so back to old SmackDown, the second half. Um, they had Shinsuke versus Rusev. Uh, Shinsuke attacked Rusev before the match started. A couple King Shasha... A couple... How do you pronounce his uh, finisher? King Shasha. <laughs> uh, I, was just gonna, I was just going to... Shasha? Say it again. Shasha. Shasha? I was just going to pull Stu Gatz and mow over it. <laughs> Couple of King Joshua's. Um, so yeah, the match never started. So that one was kind of like a throwaway. And then they had Jeff Hardy's 20-year anniversary celebration. Well, yeah, I, I wasn't asleep yet. I remember this. What did you think of that? <clears throat> How can they claim... 20 years for Jeff Hardy when he got fired and he was working in a competitive branch in TNA. I don't know. So they're just saying 20 years straight from whatever, 98? In 99. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's 2018, so it'd have to be 98. Yeah, I guess late 98. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, but it's like, okay, whatever. Um... Did you like the video package? Yeah, it's cool. I thought overall it was pretty cool. I wish it wasn't hosted by Michael Cole. Um, yeah. It, less Cole the better, in my opinion, but... Now, they had people up on stage. Were they were only the faces and Shane out there, or was it everybody? I couldn't even tell. Oh, I didn't notice either. But yeah, Shane was there. Squirrel Cheeks was there. Um, so yeah, they did a nice video package, Cole said a couple words, Hardy said a couple words, and then, uh, Samoa Joe comes out. I liked his part. Oh, he is, he's an edgy son, bitch. Yeah, he made a few alcohol jokes about Jeff's, uh, alcohol problem and drug addiction issues. Yeah. Said he, he would pop a bottle of champagne, but having a bottle of champagne around you might not be appropriate. Oh yeah, I mean he had a he had great ones with AJ. Remember when he got on the announcers table and just grabbed a mic during a match and started talking about his wife? Yeah, that's so old school, man. Do you remember what pay per view that was? Survi- uh, or SummerSlam? Uh, yeah, I'd like to say SummerSlam, but I can't remember for sure. Maybe SummerSlam was a culmination of that, so it could have been even earlier. Yeah, but yeah, he is great at that shit, man. I I love his feel. Like I I, I love that shit. I love Yeah, I love that shit, that hard hitting. I mean he said that. He also said, uh how'd you like that video package? You probably weren't coherent enough to remember any of it, like when it happened and um, Seriously. He was stepping on toes. 
Yep, and then so Jeff Hardy challenged him, I believe, and Joe just did the classic, like, nah, and walks away. Classic heel, like, nah, we'll do it on my terms. Uh, also, if you had a keen eye, I think Shane might have sneakily handed him, him, him a mic when he walked out. Oh, really? Yeah, and like, that makes no sense in kayfabe. <laughs> I can see it. So, like, I was pretty excited for that little thing, because, like, I, I don't, i definitely like to see them together. Yeah, that's an interesting match. So, if that's a TLC, what do you think that is? Ladders match? I'd like to think that's a TLC, but they wouldn't put it for such a mid-card match, you know? Yeah, and do you think they'll have three TLCs, or just two? Yeah, I can see that being a ladder match. Yeah. Uh, next, you had Kofi Kingston uh, with the New Day on his side versus The Miz after their argument in the back. Kofi wins by Trouble in Paradise. I like The New Day. What'd you say? I said, I'll be a statement of the day. I like The New Day, man. Oh, yeah. Bring the energy. Oh, every time. They never, like... You remember when Miz on so at one point Miz uh, stripped the turnbuckle of the uh, protective padding, and uh, like he was gonna slam Kofi's head into it, obviously. And Big E just put a stack of pancakes out there <laughs> to soften the blow. That was amazing. Yeah. So Miz was just Miz was just uh, outnumbered. Every time he tried something, the New Day just um, reversed it and. Obviously, that was by design because later he went and talked to Shane and said that, you know, where, where are you at? My co-bestie, he wasn't there to back him up. And Shane was just like, I don't give a shit, basically. Yeah. What do you think about uh, Randy Orton, like, taking Rey Mysterio's mask? That's when I fell asleep. I didn't catch that. Did you see it last week? Yeah, he took it all all the way off last week. And they just, like, covered him with a towel. Was that in the main event? Yeah. I didn't make it to the main event last week. Yeah, so I that... Realized, I just re realized that. See, I always thought that was whack. I hated when they took his mask off in WCW. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of demasking. Completely ruins... Like, it ruins the story. Yeah. Look what happened to Kane. Yeah, seriously. Like, what if Kane never would have got demasked? Yeah. If he was still going completely masked, and we all think his face is still completely burnt. Yeah, we're all still getting worked. We think he has scars everywhere. That'd be amazing. Yeah. What if he never... He used to not talk, right? Uh, yeah, at the beginning he did talk because he had Paul Bear. And then, he, then for a while he had a voice box. Imagine, Smoker. yeah, imagine if he never, never got demasked and never took off the voice box. That would be awesome. Well, I, I think the voice box being off was, that, that was better for his character when he stopped using the voice box. Because you couldn't hear more shit. The, the, the feedback with the mic back in those days, you know, they were rusty as shit. So you could get, wee! So, like, after that, he started talking with Taker a bit, but he's in, he's in full mask still. 
I thought that was his best. Yeah, you're probably right, but he should have kept the mask. Yeah, and the whole mask. I know he I, he couldn't breathe in that son of a bitch, so it's unrealistic, but still. Yeah, I don't like the unmaskings. Nope. So, plus, like, I'm probably just getting worked. Well, I don't know if I am getting worked, but, like, I know that's, like, a... <clears throat> that's, like, a big thing in, in Lucha Libre. Lucha Libre culture, you know, you don't, you don't rip off the mask. Yeah, so respect. Yeah. So, uh, but I do like Randy did uh, talk about it, and I did like how he said he never bothered to learn the history of Lucha Libre because he, he didn't really care, and he uh, doesn't understand what's the big deal. Like he's just being a classic white guy. It was just a classic white guy. He doesn't give a fuck about culture. It was amazing. What a, what a jackass. <laughs> so uh, Ray comes out with a neck brace and uh, just immediately brings the fight to Orton. Orton rips off the brace. A uh, couple 619s. Ray, or, uh, Randy Orton gets back in control and he did the classic thing that I know you hate where they put the chair up under Rey Mysterio's neck and then throw uh-huh. him into the into the steel steps. Yeah, I'm never a fan of any neck chair work. Yeah. So that's that's how that one ended. He didn't rip his mask off again, but he he had his old mask from last week that he was carrying around. Okay. So I don't know where that one's going. I guess we'll probably see that at TLC. So demonstrating Ray and Kane as Ray has the luxury of multiple masks. That's true. Yeah, if one gets taken away, you just institute another one. Here's some trivia for you. Who's the first person to demask Kane? Ooh. I don't remember. I specifically remember. I specifically remember the moment. He had, like, they just did, like, some black splotches on his face. And his hair looked like a, like a beat-up clown doll that you found in your grandma's basement. Like, yeah. he just... He just had little, like, tufts of hair. Uh, but who, who, ooh, I don't know. What year was it? If I guess, I'd say 2000. You might recall the poster on my room that I took to wrestling when we were kids that said Kane is a fat hick. After he was demasked. Oh, of course I recall that. It was a, <laughs> yeah. it was a great drawing. He had a, he had a beer in his hand. This wasn't a good drawing either. Uh, I draw like a five-year-old. Yeah, it said Kane is a fat hick, and he drew a picture of unmasked Kane with a beer in his hand <laughs> to show our disappointment with the unmasking. Yeah, we were twelve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but hey, we were right. To this day, we're standing firm that he should have never been demasked. Exactly. <laughs> um, but no, I'll go, uh, I don't know. The Rock? <laughs> Not quite. Break it down. Really? DX, so, DX? DX was uh, heel for a while. X-Pac, uh, Triple H, and I want to say... I don't know who else. I remember X 
next week. Huh. Yeah, I don't re- see. I don't remember. I don't remember that. I don't remember the actual mask coming off. I just remember him turning around with the goofy ass hair and that splotches of coal they dusted on his face. That was a later demasking. Really? I'm thinking of the wrong one. Well, I'm thinking of the wrong one. The the one I'm talking about is the original one. The one with with the cane is a fat hick when we made the poster. Oh. That was, was like, we went to wrestling in 2002, now that I'm remembering it. Yeah, it was... You can still watch on the network, and I have done so. (laughs) Oh, so have I. It was SmackDown in Peoria, Illinois, and Randy Orton debuted. So you're saying for the DX one, we never got to see his face. Correct. Okay. So yeah, I'm thinking of another one. Yeah, we're thinking, yeah. Yeah, the one with the games of Fat Hick is a later one, and I can't remember who demasked him with that one. Maybe Rikishi? That could be. We, we So we got to figure that out. That's the, that's the homework for the week. <laughs> Seriously. If anybody knows... If anybody's listening to this and they know who demasked Kane when they showed his goofy clown hair and his cold <laughs> and his cold dusted face, you let us know. To give you a clue, he became a heel afterwards, and he said, "I'm a freak." Yep. So comment on the Instagram post or or DM me or something. I need to, we need to figure that out. Um, so yeah, that brings us to the main event of SmackDown, the, uh, Women's Battle Royal to determine who will be added to the TLC match at TLC with Becky and Charlotte. I thought this was pretty good. Like, it was kind of short. Super short. They only, like, I paused it right when it started and they only had, like, nine minutes left in the show. I was like, damn. But uh, after they weeded out a few people, like the last half of the match was pretty good. Uh, once again, they featured Mandy Rose a bit too much for my liking. I didn't like how long she lasted. Yep. She should be first out, in my opinion, even before Lana. Well, maybe not before Lana. It's, it's an even time. They can both leave at the same time. We're just not being the match. Who was first out, Lana? Remember the Iconics? Oh, yeah. I think it was. So, yeah, it boiled down to Sonya Deville and Asuka, correct? Yeah. So, I was really hoping for, like we talked about, Asuka and Naomi for sure. If they would have went, if they would have went wild card and went Sonya, I wouldn't have been really pissed. I would have been okay with that. It's a swerve. Yeah, if they would have went for a swerve and gone Sonya Deville, okay. But I'm glad. Uh, so it turns out, so Sonya Deville and Asuka head-to-head for probably a minute and a half. And uh, Asuka wins, so Asuka's joining the match. Sonya looked good, though, the whole match. I'm starting to become a fan of her. Yeah, uh, with the Mandy Rose thing, uh, I don't quite understand because they're going 
almost like a Sasha Bailey type of thing where you don't know if they're if something's brewing or if they're friends. Because this time uh, Mandy Rose tried to help Sonya Deville out with uh, with Naomi, or was it actually Asuka? Um, yeah, no, I do know what you're talking about, but I can't remember. But yeah, they keep going back and forth, and I don't think they want to settle that yet, but yeah, are they still a team, or do they hate each other? Um, I don't know, I guess it depends on where this, this tag division goes, if it ever comes. Yeah. But yeah, Sonya looked good. I was, like, as much as I wanted to see, uh, like, I would have liked to see Charlotte and Becky one-on-one again. Uh, if they're going to add anybody, I guess Oscar will be cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't pleased with at, at the start of the show when they announced it being a triple threat. Like, I'd prefer just a TLC between Becky and Charlotte as well, but yeah, Asuka, Asuka's probably a pretty good choice. She's a high flyer, she can go through a table easily, and she can do, you know, she, that's that's a good match for her. Yeah, I mean, it's the, it's the best one to pick for sure. She's really good. Like, it won't be somebody holding them back. Like, that's what I was afraid they were going to do. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's that's SmackDown right there. A lot better, like, not an amazing show, but way better than Raw. It still has some fun and endness to it. Oh, for sure. A lot of promos. Yep. Yeah, how many matches did we get? We got the Battle Royal. We got... Usos. Usos. We got Kofi Kingston versus The Miz. And that's about it. Shinsuke versus Rusev wasn't really a match. Yeah, that was just a tease. Yeah, that was about it. Interesting. So that's the slow... This is slow wrestling season, folks. When is TLC? TLC... December 16th. San Jose, California. Interesting. Let's hope it's a fucking badass one. Yeah, it'll be the first dual-branded TLC since 2010, since the first one. Interesting. I think that's what it says. So yeah, before... Um, so that's that's this week in wrestling, but before we wrap this up, I've been really slacking on my Chicago Bulls, been focusing on my Chicago Bears... So I'm going to need that 30-second Bulls update. Bulls fans. Bulls fans. 30-second Bulls update. Bulls fans. Like Eric, I have been slacking as well, but I've been keeping up the scores. I don't have much video breakdown for you, but Bulls have not been doing too hot. Four-game losing streak right now. Still waiting for people to come back from injuries. And... You know, Levine's doing his thing. Uh, Archie Diacono is starting to, he's starting to do well. Uh, he won't be starting when Dunn comes back, but uh, he's got some hybrid in him. I, I like this kid. He's, he's, a, he's a hustler. What's his he's name? A solid point guard. What's that? What's his name? Ryan Archie Diacono. Jesus. Is that, that's one last name? Yeah, it's a long one. Say it again. Archie Diacono. Wow. Yeah, it took me a couple of tries to spell it right when I started taking stats on him. So last year he was a two-way player, signed by the Windy City Bulls and Chicago Bulls, you know, so he could jump back and forth. Mostly 
played in the G League, but he made a couple of stints on the deep bench, you know, like garbage minutes. Yeah. And this year they gave him a, I don't know if they extended a two-way contract with them, like signed him to a two-way contract, or if they just gave, I think him and Blake and he both got a, just a full contract with the Bulls. Minimum contract, but still. Okay. He's been doing well. Outplayed Cameron playing paint for the backup spot, in my opinion, obviously. So what is the Bulls' record now? It's at a dismal 5-17. Holy mackerel. But each game they have been competitive. Like they, It's not blowout losses like last year. It has the blowout aspects, but it's still like a close game in the end. I, I mean a legit close game, not just like the score was within 10 points. Last week we didn't have a Bulls update, correct? I don't think so. And then the week before that, they had four wins. Is that possible? Yeah, that's that's definitely possible. <laughs> so we have we've been two weeks out on a Bulls update. They've won one game. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, man, it's it's rough. We need to get Lowry back, but Wendell's doing good. When do we expect Lowry to be back? Last I heard, he was uh, starting to get into contact or starting to get into practices and shit. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping by Krimpus, man. Yeah, Jesus. They, it sounds like they need him. Yeah. Need him, need Portis, need Dunn. Yeah. Valentine. Yeah, they're getting... Yeah, this is brutal. One win in two weeks? I can't even believe that. And they've had a rough schedule, too. Like yeah. Some big dogs. And that's, that's partially why I haven't watched much of the games. It's like... Um, I'm busy, and I know they're going to get blown out because they're playing, like, the Bucks, Celtics, uh, God, who else? They're playing the big dogs. Yeah. All right. They have a winnable game tomorrow, if I remember correct. Who are they playing? I don't know, Detroit or something silly. I can't remember off the top of my head, my bad. Nice. So you you think we could be picking up our second win in two weeks? Yeah. All right. All right. All right, well, do you have anything else to add for the week that was in wrestling? No, no, I don't think so, dude. It was a snoozer, like you said. Yeah. Smackdown was pretty decent, but Raw was a snooze. We're going to have to, if this if this continues, we're going to have to figure something out. We're going to have to do some throwback review, an old pay-per-view or something. We'll come up with something if it keeps staying boring. Yeah. Because that was just, man, that was bad Raw. We'll try to figure something out. Like I said, follow us on the Instagram. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Give us a rating if you like what you hear. Hopefully wrestling gets a little bit better. If it doesn't, we'll start going back to the well. Review an old school pay-per-view. Maybe do a WCW event. Something like that. Uh, We'll come up with something to keep it more entertaining. Alright, dude. Well, I will see you. I'll talk to you soon, I'm sure. And um, if not, we'll get back together next week and do it again. Sounds good, buddy. Night, night. Night, night.